Hi, I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick. Welcome to the Dying to Ask podcast. I'm very excited about today's show. It is about a website called Bold.org and its founder, Dror Liebenthal. Bold.org is like a clearinghouse for college scholarships. Hey, everyone. D. Wade here. Social Change Fund, the foundation I co-founded along with my buddies Chris Paul and Carmelo Anthony, has teamed up with Bold.org to award $10,000 to support black students in their pursuit of careers in mental health. So from the NBA, we go to the MMA and mixed martial arts star Kat Zingano. She offers a scholarship for kids who've had to overcome a lot to make their college dreams come true. Hi guys, this is Kat Zingano. I am Destiny Wallace and I am the recipient winner of the Kat Zingano Overcoming Law Scholarship. My main message is to everyone that these tough times can be recovered from and sometimes they can even give you direction. The students who won these scholarships did find them on bold.org. So basically, the kids set up their own profile, all of their achievements or background, interesting things that they've had to get through while they were in high school. And there is an algorithm that then goes through the database of scholarships that are being offered and matches the kids with scholarships that they already meet the qualifications for. So they put the time into applying for the scholarships that they really should be going after. I love this because I feel like we hear so much about student loan debt these days. The numbers are astronomical. What you don't hear is about how do you get the free money that's out there in terms of these scholarships. It's one thing to be a valedictorian. It's another thing to be a kid who's had to overcome a lot. And the truth is, there is actually a lot of money out there for everybody. But you got to be able to find it. I mean, back in my day, we had nothing like this. You found out maybe from a guidance counselor who might have gotten a brochure. Or maybe you read about something in a magazine. This simplifies the process. I mean, this is the kind of algorithm I can get behind, friends. <laughs> that is basically been the vision of Dror Liebenthal. And he is very passionate about trying to reduce student loan debt by matching these kids with scholarship money out there. Um, here's another one. You got. I could be on this site all day long. Here's U.S. Open star Sloane Stevens giving out her second Sloane Stevens Doc and Glow scholarship. Congratulations on winning the first ever Doc and Glow scholarship. I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you and so inspired by you. Drew launched Bold.org in November of 2019. So his idea was just to make it a lot easier for the kids to find the scholarships, but also to make it easier for individuals and companies and celebrities like Dwayne Wade to be able to give away the money. Because what's interesting is that it's one thing for a corporation to have, you know, an office within their office that handles things like this. It's a lot harder for an individual to handle the logistics of giving scholarship money away. So this simplifies the the project um, on both sides, which is pretty cool. There is potential for anybody to be able to help students pay for college. This is a way that people are doing it. So a little bit about Dror. He emigrated to the U.S. and Canada when he was only four years old with his family from Israel. Very smart kid. Very good student. First in his family to navigate the American higher education system. He graduated with honors from Princeton University with a degree in chemical and biological engineering with additional focuses in computer science and moral philosophy. What an interesting background. He was the entrepreneur in residence at Mechanism Ventures. And while he was there, he started coming up with this concept of what he calls democratizing the scholarship process. He has had people like the actor Terry Crews and sports stars, including Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade, as you heard, offer scholarships through the platform. So today we're taking a look at why something that seems so obvious 
didn't really exist at this level until now and the impact that the founders are already having only a few years into the process. I'm this time to ask how Drawer came up with the idea for Bull.org, the big names who have already signed on to give away money for education, how you, your family, or your business can start a scholarship. It doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. It can be something small and still be meaningful the legacy of helping educate a total stranger. And Bolt.org is free for the students to apply, but how does it make money? We'll do a deep dive on the business plan, which is still evolving. Dror Liebenthal is my guest on this week's Dying to Ask podcast. Have you ever wondered how did they do that? I do all the time. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick, and Dying to Ask is the podcast that gets me off a TV news set and into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and influencers I have been dying to talk to. Soak up the motivation that comes from learning how other people live their lives, how they take an idea or a goal, they follow through, and they pull it off. And maybe along the way, I'll get some answers to questions you've been dying to ask. Hi, Talia. Hi. I am so excited to be talking to you today because I have some good news. Okay. You are the winner of the Bull.org oh, Creative Arts Scholarship for $20,000 towards Oh, my God. For your school, for everything. How do you feel? I'm so shocked. I did not know. Oh my God. I'm excited. Thank you for submitting and thank you for being talented. Okay. Thank you. Listen, this is not a freebie. You earned this. You you came with it. You have the skill. You have the ability. And we at bold.org just are happy to help you become who you want to be. Drew Liebenthal, thanks for joining us. I'm excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell me a little bit about Bold.org. Where did this come from? Yeah, Bold.org is started in 2019. And you know what was going on then is for myself and my co-founders, we were looking at um, the student debt crisis, which was you know bad back then and I think has, has mostly gotten worse since then. And looking at ways in which um, we could start to break down this what's now an almost $1.8 trillion problem that affects 20% almost of the of the population in the US. And um, I had had, and my co-founders had had personal experience with with scholarships, both with scholarships opening opening up some educational doors for us earlier on, um, you know, in our in our journey. And then um, for myself and running scholarships on behalf of a couple of different companies earlier on in my career. And so I got to see um, both sides of the equation, both in terms of the, the impact that this can enable for, for students, the financial support of allowing you to reach a little bit further and, and you know, do something you might not have otherwise been able to do. Um, and then also, uh, I think critically, the, the vote of confidence, where as, as a young person who's trying to figure out what they're going to do in their life and career, um, having the opportunity to win an award like that, where you're working with a scholarship panel who's a group of folks that's gonna be a little bit further along in their life and career, mm -hmm. who's seeing you know, what you're doing and where you're at and saying, you're amazing. We love what you're doing. Keep going. We want to help. That's it's a huge vote of confidence. And we've had, jumping ahead of it now, but we've had many students on Bull.org who win a scholarship and we call them and give them the news. And it's 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 an emotional experience where they they're sharing, you know, I've never, I've never won anything before. And that's yeah. it's it's like a really impactful thing. And so so saw that. And well, it's saw, somebody's it's somebody like 
putting their money where their mouth is and saying, I believe in you, which exactly. for some kids might be the first time that somebody has given them that kind of affirmation. Exactly. To the depth where, as you said, you, you put your money where your mouth is. And so, um, you know, we've been really amazed to see how that's helped students uh, build confidence and aim higher and, and you know, think more of, of themselves as they progress in their, in their career. And, and okay. So, so go back even a little bit more. You'd reference your own education. What's your story? Sure. Um, so I, uh, I was born in Israel. I immigrated to the U.S. when I was four. Um, I grew up and we moved uh, to a few different um, cities growing up uh, between the U.S. And, and Canada for a few years. And so a bit of a fragmented educational journey. But, you know, for myself and, and for my family, education was was really critical. And um, the, the the first scholarship I won, I remember, was in, was in high school. It was a uh, a high school in Winnipeg, Manitoba, where there was a local scholarship for um, basketball players who were strong academically. Uh, huh. And that just so happened to, to, you know, fit my profile really well. And so I had this amazing uh, educator uh, who was, was my basketball coach at the time who basically pulled me aside in the hallway one day and handed me a sheet of paper with the scholarship information on it and said, apply to this, you'll, you'll thank me later. And I hadn't thought about that before. <laughs> um, it wasn't on my mind. And and I did, and I and I won, and it was it was great. Um, I still I still remember the name. It was the Garrett Lee Sidor Memorial Scholarship. Um, oh wow! And yeah, and it was you know that experience of winning the scholarship was was really a tremendous um, vote of confidence and uh, uh, a great experience. And so I I finished up high school there. I ended up I went to Princeton for my undergrad and um, studied chemical and biological engineering um, of all things, and was. Uh, an amazing experience as well, a really sort of challenging um, uh, educational experience that gave me the foundation to then go into um, startups in the in, in the technology world. And um, and and so as I as I did that, I worked with a couple of different startups and ended up working with a, a startup studio named Mechanism Ventures that uh, where we we incubated and, and founded what's now uh, Bold.org. And so that was in in 2019. So were you the first person in your in your family then to go through the American collegiate education system? Exactly. Yeah. So I I am first generation American and I remember my father when I was trying, and this is a long time ago, um, when I was kind of going through the process, he was baffled by it because it's very different than it is in other parts of the world. And the other thing that always surprises international students when they come in is the cost of education in this country. Was that yes. also kind of a big part of it? Because I would imagine you have a different, you can see things from two different points of view, I'm guessing, based on how you were raised. Yes, totally. And the experience of being the first in my family to go through the American education system was- No um, pressure. <laughs> yeah. And, and let's, let's say interesting to say the least, um, you yeah. know, you were sharing the uh, your son was, you know, ahead of schedule, it sounds like in terms of applying early and and, and all of that. Um, my experience was a little bit more along the lines of, and, and actually add on top of that, um, I grew up mostly in the US, but I went to high school in Canada at the time. And so um, the guidance counselor familiarity with the US admission system was actually lower as well. There was relatively few people from the school that I was at that ended up going to, to college in the US. And I, I knew that I wanted to. And so it was a lot of self-education and drive. Right. And, um, you know, my experience, say, studying for the SAT was was finding a, a free website online where they had practice questions and I could just hammer away at that for a while. And that was my entire study experience. And then the experience of actually applying, I actually distinctly remember being on 
you know, I think I, I was 17, we're on a, we're on a family trip somewhere and it's, um, you know, to see family and, uh, it's the holiday, it's the holidays. It's like December 29th or so. And I haven't finished some of my applications and I'm trying to convince my parents, like, you don't understand. I need you to, I, I need to be left alone today because I need to, to finish this application <laughs> so that, so that I can go to college. This is, this is a hard deadline. I can't just go, yeah. you know, hang out with grandma and grandpa right now. Um, and so it was an interesting <laughs> experience to, to say, this is least. so much, this has been my world for like the last six months. So <laughs> yeah. you're, you're triggering all kinds of stuff in me, but, yeah. but the point is like, you know, you really had to like show the initiative. It's interesting. And I don't know what year you went to college, but even in the last five, 10 years, anecdotally, we know that it's become so much more competitive post-pandemic. It's ridiculous for these kids trying yeah. to get in. And then you add on the cost of it. And, and it is incredibly overwhelming, not only for the student, even if they're as motivated as you were, but for the families who are trying to figure out how to afford that as well. Definitely. Uh, and it, it's, it's growing steadily. It's grown, I think, 150% or so just in the last uh, 15, 20 years. It's growing about 5x the the rate of, of inflation um, over the yeah. past say 40 years mm -hmm. or so and I think it's a it's a really serious thing today where um you know I look at it now and I don't I don't know exactly what my experience would have been had I uh, been in the, the, the college decision making process right now but I think one of the effects that's happening right now with, with students and families that we certainly encourage students and families to consider is um think really kind of deeply and intentionally about which school might be right for you and, and the cost at that school and um, what a real plan is to, to pay for that if that's the, the right decision for you. Um, and I think that that involves, you know, there's uh, whether it's paying in-state tuition at a state school uh, versus an out-of-state school or a private school, the difference in, in tuition can be, you know, a factor of five or so uh, or more in some cases. And um, that's a very real thing. And, and there's a lot of, and so we encourage families to look a little bit deeper, not just at which school seems to be the best on paper, but which school maybe has the best program or the best bang for your buck for the type of career you're looking to, uh, to pursue. And then to, yeah. to think critically about, you know, once you've decided on the right school, like what's the, um, the best way to pay. And there's, there's, a lot of different options there. Well, that well. is that is phenomenal advice. And as we will be releasing uh, this particular episode, the FAFSA applications will be going out for kids across the country. So it's a yes. whole other level of things. But I love what you guys do because to me, it's free money for putting yourself out there. So let's talk about some of the scholarships that, that you now have on bolt.org and where they've come from. Some of them are individuals. Some of them are big name celebrities. You might recognize athletes. Some of them are companies. And what's interesting is how difficult it has been in the past for somebody to give money away in a scholarship. It's been logistically not easy. Right. That's right. So historically, if you wanted to create your own scholarship, you typically had to be a larger company with more resources and, and often, you know, hire a person or a small team to, to operate it and get the word out and find students to apply and work through the, um, you know, the scholarship rules and legal framework for it and, and so on. And by and, that point, most people are probably out. <laughs> It's exactly. <laughs> the company is looking at, you know, making an investment of, say, uh, $100,000 in order to give away uh, whatever they want in the scholarship, and they'd rather just just give that money away. Um, and, and the other option, you know, a lot of scholarships are created by by foundations, by, by family foundations as well, um, or through the, the school itself. But for, um, for a foundation, you typically have to be a wealthier family that maybe already has mm -hmm. a foundation set up that already has philanthropic infrastructure. And so that left a lot of people out who wanted to um, 
put their money where their mouth was, who wanted to, to help. And so what we found is that there's a lot of folks out there um, that want to create scholarships, that want to give back to the next generation, that find this to be a really meaningful form of, of impact and giving. And that's everything from families who are looking for a great holiday tradition around, let's say, you know, coming together, um, you know, around Christmas time and the holidays and, mm-hmm. um, and awarding a scholarship together um, as kind of a, a, a meaningful thing that represents their, their, their family values. Um, we've seen a lot of families that have had a loved one, a parent, a, grand, a grandparent um, pass away, and they want to honor their memory by paying it forward to the next generation that, that you know, evokes some of the memories of the things that this person wow. valued. Yeah. Is there, and, a, is there a minimum amount for a scholarship? Yeah, great question. Um, so we start uh, at, at $500 um, okay. as, as a minimum scholarship. We have scholarships that are ever, uh, range from $500 to $75,000. Um, wow. And yeah, and we also allow donors to create um, funds, which is, you know, if you're not, if you want to raise money or contribute money towards many iterations of a scholarship, or you want to create a scholarship with your community, you can create a fund first or in parallel where you're donating into the fund. And then, and then later on, we're basically, we're allocating that to to future iterations of the scholarship. So So it can live on. Exactly. What a great so legacy for people. Yeah. And so we've had amazing cases of, um, you know, one that comes to mind is a group of Microsoft employees um, had a colleague who had, uh, who had passed away. And so they come together every, actually they, they uh, renew it every, every six months, if I remember correctly, um, to uh, a scholarship in his, in his memory. And they've raised at this point, um, I think close to a hundred thousand uh, dollars. And that scholarship is going to be awarded for many years into the future um, at this point. And, you know, we're looking at all kinds of ways to with them to make that even more That's sustainable. really cool. Yeah. So walk us through it. So it doesn't cost kids anything to put their information out there. So you go on and you create a profile That's and right. it basically takes an inventory of who are you? What are you about? What have you done? What are you interested in? Where are you going? That's right. Yeah. Um, and so we'll walk you through a careful onboarding there. You create that profile. That profile actually gets included along with your scholarship applications. And so one of the challenges for kids is you're applying to scholarships in all these different places. It might not be clear exactly where the scholarship is awarded. There's a lot of uh, places where you can find you know, listings of, of scholarships, but um, you're not sure if you're uh, how many layers it is before you're connecting with the with the scholarship panel directly. And so, and there's a lot of answering repeat questions as well, where you have to mm-hmm. input your your name, your educational history, all this stuff over and over again with, with every scholarship application. And so um, we try to make that really easy for um, for our students where every scholarship on bold.org is funded on bold.org, it's awarded through bold.org, and you use the same profile to apply um, in, in each case. And so all you focus on, all you get to focus on then is once you put together a great profile is um, putting your best foot forward in the application, putting together a thoughtful, whether it's an essay, uh, an art portfolio submission, video submission, um, to connect as best as possible with the scholarship. Yeah, and and then you get kind of through the technology, you get matched up with things that might be a good fit for you. And then it's on you to go ahead and do complete the application. Exactly, yeah. And we've seen that, you know, students that create a great profile and really put the effort in and apply to scholarships that are good matches for them are you know, hundreds or even thousands of times more likely to win than um, general population. That's so, so interesting. Yeah. How does bold.org make money then if you're not charging the kids? Yeah, great question. So our, our principle there is the point is getting as many resources in the hands of students as possible. Um, and 
uh, we also wanted to be, and so of course it's it's free for students and always will be. Um, we always wanted it to be, we wanted to be capitally efficient on the donor side as well. So you donate a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars will go to a deserving scholarship recipient. So the way we we achieve that is through we have uh, partnerships with some amazing companies that help students out on other dimensions of the educational experience. So that could be finding the right school for you. That could be um, analyzing and refinancing your your existing student loans. And so we'll connect students with those opportunities um, when it's you know, relevant to to the student to, and to the partner. And then they'll um, and then you know we get we get paid there. Um, and then longer term, and actually we're um, we're not quite ready to to discuss this. Um, publicly, but we have some pretty exciting upcoming um, uh, launches that are more broadly financial services for, for mm -hmm. students that allow them to um, access best-in-class uh, consumer finance products that also have rewards built in to help them uh, pay off their, their student loans and help them fund right. their education as but well. But the initial, so the scholarship part, it's on you. You just put your name in and, and that part of it, you can, you have all access to. It's super interesting. Mm -hmm. So tell us about some of the more, like what are some of the more random scholarships that are out there? Because you always hear that there is money out there for the most random stuff. So what are some of the random ones that, that, that always kind of catch your eye and that people are surprised to find out exist? Uh, yeah, it's a great question. You know, I'm just uh, pulling up in the background here, just some of the the newest scholarships that, um, that, that we have published. And so um, let's see. So the of the ones just published in the last couple of days that are that are live on the site. And by the way, I always encourage students to apply um, as soon as possible after after scholarships get published. We love seeing or scholarship panels love seeing. You know, you publish your scholarship and you start and you get amazing applications in right away. And so um, just of the last ones that uh, that have gone live in the last uh, days here. So we have. Um, the Alexis McKenzie Memorial Scholarship for the Arts. And so that's for high school students that are um, uh, attending college uh, at an art institute that are uh, 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 women and, and, and Black or Latina. And, and, uh, and it's in memorial of, of this person who um, you know, represented uh, all of those, those focuses in terms of her, um, of, of her career. We have uh, the Teen Rock Scholarship, which is focused on um, uh, undergraduate students with with volunteering experience. Um, going down the list here, we have we have you know, scholarships that focus on on STEM, that focus on um, sort of niche skill sets like uh, uh, chess or, or community building or and things like that. And so um, there's there's really at this point we have uh, we, we we publish thousands of scholarships a year, and there's uh, thousands of scholarships currently available on the site. And so. Um, what we typically find is students who join the platform will often find scholarships that they're eligible for that meet their unique skill set that um, but for which only let's say a fraction of a percent of other students across the country are, are eligible and so um, very very often there's something that feels like it'll be tailor-made for you well and then there are some that have some pretty big names on there I mean you've got some NBA stars who are handing out money yeah um yeah we've been really fortunate to work with um nba players like uh well former NBA player Dwayne wade and, and chris paul and um th there's social change fund united there's there's uh you know a handful of other um nba players uh, and WNBA players uh associated with it that um focuses on uh, uh, uh black students that are studying uh, psychology and looking to become therapists uh, in, in the future as well and that's you know that's been an important part of uh, their experiences as athletes and something that they want to um, promote in the next generation of students. And we've had, so everything from that to um, public figures and former athletes like Terry Crews, who 
uh, majored in in uh, the arts and had an amazing uh, educational experience doing that and felt like that you know contributed heavily to what then became a, a very successful film career and and so on and so um, I mean, how cool would that be to win a Terry Crews scholarship? <laughs> totally, and I'll I'll send you the video of you know the the winner of of him personally awarding the scholarship to uh, to the winner, and it's it's really moving. It's it's great, and it's you just see you know eyes light up light up, and you know hearts get full, and it's um, yeah, it's it's really wonderful, and that's that's some of the most impactful moments of of our day to day. Are you just? loving the idea of how you're getting to impact all these kids because i mean you really have no idea this company's still young enough you don't even know where some of these kids are going to go and what they're going to do and what they're going to create and the legacy that they'll leave behind i mean it must be for you and your your crew really satisfying yeah it's what keeps us going um and gets us out of bed every day and, and try just to add more and more to the platform to to support our students and um those stories and, and we have so many of them at this point are really amazing. And our dream is to, you know, we've only been around for um, a little over four years now. And so our dream is to be able to, to close the loop of have, having our scholarship winners go on to have uh, an amazing educational experience, an amazing career after, and look to pay it forward themselves as they're, they're further on and, you know, come back and hopefully create bold.org scholarships themselves. And so um, we've had a couple of students uh, express interest in that. Uh, and, you know, our hope is certainly that, that that'll keep happening as we keep supporting students. I noticed um, just on your bio that you guys launched in November of 2019, back in the good old days, right? Before yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What did you get, like a two months of normal and then everything went south? More I've or got less, to, yeah. Yeah, I've got to think that had the pandemic not happened, this would have exploded even more than it has. But can you just talk a little bit about like, you know, particularly this year when you have like record numbers of kids applying to colleges and you're hearing about record debt, but the world is, you know, back on track and at least moving forward. Like, is there a feeling of momentum within what you're doing for what you can do here in the next few years? There is, absolutely. Um, and we look at our mission as fighting student debt holistically, this, this $1.8 trillion problem. And we think that scholarships are such a, a critical component of that, but we're now eager to think about all the other dimensions that we can support students on. So when you ask about momentum, I think about um, our goal now in the coming months is to expand into really end-to-end uh, -end financial services for students, specifically tailored toward the experience of being a young person, thinking about how you want to fund your education, how you want to get the best education possible, all of the costs that go into that, um, being able to get your first uh, debit card, credit card, other uh, student loans, et cetera, and how we can really support you in deeper ways to make the best decisions there, um, to get off on the best foot possible as you think about your education and career. Super interesting. You know, when I was stalking your LinkedIn and I did do that, you know, I did see that you did chemical and biological engineering at Princeton, but that you also studied moral philosophy. And now I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> there was, you know, there was a series of amazing classes, uh, one of which was taught by uh, Peter Singer, this um, really wonderful professor that's uh, one of the um, sort of uh, originators of, of uh, effective altruism and, and, uh, and this sort of movement of thinking about where you can have the most impact over the course of, of your career. And um, I found that class and others to be um, profoundly impactful in, in, in my experience there and something you try to think about every day. Talk talk to the, the high school kids today. What's your best advice for them? Yeah. Uh, 
get started early um, and work hard on whatever it is that you're you're focusing on. Um, in my experience, whether it's um, the dream that you're chasing or a skill like financial responsibility, uh, it's not something typically, it's a muscle that gets built over time. And so being proactive now about whether it's applying to scholarships about your, your, your classes or about um, career field or whatever extracurricular you're focused on, it's it's about building that muscle. It's not okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it on later when it when it becomes important. Um, it's those decisions now translate into you taking having more responsibility and ownership um, later on. And so in a lot of cases, it's about teaching yourself that you can do really hard things and teaching yourself what it takes to do really hard things and proving to okay. yourself that you can do it. So and to their saying. parents, what is the advice? <laughs> uh, I'm not a parent myself yet, and so I would hesitate to uh, give too much advice there. But um, but you know what these kids need and need and want right now, so maybe you could talk to it from that. Yeah, I think there's that that period of life is amazing, and where it feels like so much possibility is is open to you, um, and so I think finding that balance between encouraging your kids to to aim high and, and, and dream and, and really pursue their passions while also having their feet on the ground and having a, a plan for, for how they're going to get there and, um, you know, making sure that they're progressing and taking on more and more responsibility and proving that they, um, that they, you know, are, are going to be able to get there. I think finding that balance where it's, it's both nurturing and grounding uh, is, is where I would focus. I like it. I mean, you know, I'm going to send you that clip and I'm going to, someday you can play it back for yourself <laughs> when you're pulling your hair out. <laughs> that was some I, pretty good. That was good advice to your you future do. self. <laughs> I hope, you do, right. I hope my future self takes it. <laughs> uh, your future self will take whatever it can on one of those. Yeah. Days. Yeah. Tell you that sure. right now. <laughs> uh, all right. So how yeah. do families get, check out bold.org and see what's maybe available for them? Yeah, uh, we're at uh, bold.org uh, and bold.org slash scholarships is you know, where you can start perusing all the scholarships you have available and the new ones that are getting published. Um, I encourage you to, to create your account. And if, you know, if you're on the other side of the equation where you're thinking about giving back, um, go to bold.org slash donors and uh, we have a whole team that's uh, ready to talk to you as well. How much money did you guys give out last year? Last year, we were a little over uh, 2 million. Uh, and then this year will be in 2023, it'll be a little over 3 million. And then with uh, we're expecting five to 10 in 2024. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money and a lot of potential for these kids. Hey, thanks for joining me today. It was really interesting and I wish you well. Thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure and I enjoyed the conversation. Do you know a family with a high school or a college-age kid? I'd love you to text this episode to them and let me know if somebody ends up winning some scholarship money out of this. That would be so amazing. Or maybe it's the flip. Maybe you have some money that you would like to set up in a scholarship and you go that route. I'd love to hear about that as well. Either way, keep me updated, and I really look forward to finding out if we have any success stories that come out of this episode. In the meantime, if you have a question or a suggestion for the Dying to Ask podcast, you can also message me on Instagram. You'll find me at runreadsip. I'm Deirdre Fitzpatrick. Thank you for listening. This is the Dying to Ask podcast.